Oh, okay. <laughs> We're well, this back. Is a topic that you know I love to talk about. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Beauty Beast podcast. My name is Demi, and I'm Melissa. And today we're going to jump into navigating dating in our industry. Dating, relationships, all that good stuff. Yeah, all the things. Because it is a big topic, I think, that like most people don't understand. But dating, like anybody in the cosmetology industry, is a little bit different than people expect. Well, yeah, because you don't have every evening off together, weekends off. And yeah. You know, especially if you're independent, like your phone could be blowing up 24-7. You're on social media answering DMs and right. it's it's weird. And then like I know that there's always like trends I see going on TikTok where they talk about like dating a hairstylist as like, <laughs> like asking to date a crazy. I'd yeah. like it to be clear. I am totally sane. <laughs> Sometimes. As you came in this morning on a rant. Hot and bothered. <laughs> Listen, my rant this morning was applicable. It was. Yeah. But you came in hot this morning. Yeah, I did come in a little hot. Um, But yeah, so let's jump into all things. I guess let's start with dating in our industry. Well, you were married when you entered into like... I... Okay, so when I started doing nails... I was, I'm just going to say it because this is how I refer to it. I was with my douchebag ex. Mm -hmm. um, And then we broke up. And then I met my now husband, Evan, while I was teaching and doing nails. And he was with me when I transitioned full time. Into doing nails. Into doing nails. What would you say is like one of the hardest things? Like what was your biggest growing pain in getting used to like navigating like your marriage slash relationship and building your business in the industry? I would say like definitely early on there weren't many growing pains because it was always like my second job. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after we got married and officially like, I guess started living our life together or whatever, um, it was, well, you don't have to work two jobs, which is when I transitioned into doing nails full time. And then probably the biggest growing pain was when I went out independent because working at a salon, it was like, okay, well, I work this time to this time and then I go home and none of it's my problem. Mm -hmm. Not problem, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then when I went independent, it was all me. So that was a big shift. Yeah, that is, like for me too, definitely a big like, undertaking I would yeah, say yeah for sure um you for sure need somebody that supports what this is about and like your dreams in it and right. I mean that really goes to anything but definitely like I would say for me too the starting of our own business I say ours now because I fully made my husband join into this industry <laughs> he now hears us talk about menstrual cups yeah Ovulation PMS, like he's a part of it all. He sips his coffee and sits at his computer and he hears all the things. All the men bashing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes we even tell him, you know, fuck you too, Julian. (laughs) He's not really, not. he knows we're kidding. But um, I would definitely agree. I mean, we all know that my path to going independent was a little dramatic too. So (laughs) that for sure compounded a little more drama on top of everything Oh yeah, yours was definitely a different path. Yeah, I mean, I was for sure single and dating for a long time in the industry. Well, not a long time, but a while before Mm -hmm. I met Julian. Um, But I was also in my young 20s and acting a goddamn fool. So (laughs) I say dating very loosely because I was 
more focused on my social life and my social calendar. Right. And usually, like, a boy would sprinkle in every so often. That would make me cry. But, you know, it wasn't like I was looking for anything tied down or serious. So right. I never really, like, included them into my life as far as my career was concerned right. until I met Julian. And then what was kind of difficult for both of us in the beginning when we decided, like, oh, okay, like, we like each other. We want to pursue, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Um was he worked like a typical nine to five, which is great. I mean, in so many ways. And I for sure wasn't like I was then still working five days a week at least. Right. Um, plus usually like some side jobs on the weekends, like between Sunday and Monday. And back then I didn't have like any boundaries yet because I was still in the process of building. So like I was going in at nine in the morning. I was working till nine at night. Mm -hmm. Um, On Saturdays, I would get out at like seven because, you know, we closed at seven and or maybe, yeah, seven, I think. Um, And I just remember like I would come home like on Saturdays and be like done because Mm -hmm. You know, you're kind of used. Yeah. It's like you're. It's a typical Friday night thing. Like a lot of people crash on Friday nights, like right. when they're done. Um, so that was definitely something that was difficult for me to navigate because I was like so independent and protective of my career. So when Julian was like maybe saying things about spending some more time or like, you know, prioritizing like going to some things on Saturday nights, right. uh, it was like hard for me to hear in the beginning because in my mind it meant that I was like sacrificing like this work mentality that I like had but then I realized that like having a balance is really the only way that you can navigate having a relationship at the same time for sure and I think it was different like in our situation like Evan and Mize because he was at the hospital at the time because he works in you know the medical field and you know, hospitals are open 24-7, so he was working every other weekend, and he was on a night shift. Yeah. So it was kind of like our weekends were whenever we had off, so I think in, like, that sort of unconventional work schedule, like, he didn't really... It was, like, normal. Like, we never had a normal Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, so to speak. Um, But then when we moved up this way, you know, and I was working like a set schedule, like now I work Wednesday to Saturdays, you know, and, you know, our weekends are definitely more, I don't know, guarded, like, right. Like you guys enjoy your time together. Prioritize our time together, you know, and he got like set weekends off and Mm -hmm. everything like that. So we are a little bit more, you know, protective of that, like in that sense. And he actually just got a new job. So he's going back into the hospital now. And, you know, so we're kind of trying to like refigure out how to navigate that because for like a couple years, it's been like, yeah, Sundays and Mondays, we're both off. So now it's like, okay. (laughs) You got to get used to like a new schedule over again. And I think that that's like, that is a big part, like, especially once you get to the marriage point, right? Like, you're oh, past, sure. like, the dating and you're, like, settling down. Is like, there is an appreciation for the schedule, for sure, because yeah. um, it's tough. Like, a lot of times when you are working all day with communicating with people, which is great, it's nothing bad, but you kind of want to come home and, like, crash from mm-hmm. all of that. And when you have a spouse that maybe isn't at that same level of communication all day with people, 
and then they're coming home like excited to see you and you're not on that same page it can be pretty tough oh yeah that was like one of our biggest things like I would come home from like a 12-hour day and I would just be like I just want to sit on the couch and scroll through TikTok and like zone out but Evan working in the hospital I mean you also have to understand my husband's like work mentality he's there to work he's not there to make friends like so he doesn't like talk a lot because he's in the lab he's not working like in front of patients or doctors or anything like that so he comes home and he's like hey babe how was your day let me tell you all about mine and I'm just like ah shut up (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I, I definitely can relate with that and I I mean, I think Saturdays were our biggest focus of, like, our struggle for a while. Mm. Well, I shouldn't say that. Also, weekdays, I had, like, for a little while there, like, thought I needed to be, like, Fit Girl Demi back (laughs) in the day and, like, had a trainer that I was going at, like, 6 a.m. for classes in the morning. And it was just not realistic. Like, I was going to work out at 6 a.m., coming home, like, making my breakfast, going to work till 9. So, like, Julian would come to my apartment and we'd have, like, a few nights together. And I think at some point it, like, also trickled into when he moved in. Mm-hmm. You know, we moved in together to my apartment. And um, I remember that he would be, like, going to, like, pour me a glass of wine to, like, have, like, you know, a little time for just us. And I would be, like... <sighs> Like passed out on the couch because I was just overworked. Um, And for me, I think until I met somebody that I wanted to share time with, work was my relationship. Right. Um, And I think that that's so easy to do in our industry also because we set our own schedules. So we can work ourselves into the ground, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, So I, I think I was for sure doing that a little bit more. Like I was still, of course, going out. Like I thought like at the time cutting down to three times a week before I met Julian like at the bar I was like I'm really you know settling down here with me and my cat um but I think that once I met Julian it really exposed that I needed to get a little more balance and I think my first thing that I did not I think I know was um I started to tuck back on like my hours a little bit on Saturdays so like Mm -hmm. first I like committed to getting out by five like that was my promise so I was like useful post work right um then as I started to establish myself more and I maybe felt like I had a little bit more of a right to like dictate my schedule um, I started timing myself out to be done at three so by timing myself to be done at three I was really done between like four and five right and timing myself out to be done at five I was really done before between like six and seven by the time everything was done Um, that for sure was like a game changer for us to like help prioritize know the time together and then feel like we both could go out on Saturday nights like that's I mean everybody in the salon knows now like me and Julian are pretty cheesy and like Saturdays (laughs) are like our date night like we're we'll usually at least like once a month like push ourselves to like dress up or like you know go out and have like a nice night together yeah um but you know then I feel like we totally flipped the script too and then said like fuck it everything's together um (laughs) And I'm very transparent about that. Like anybody who sees like our businesses and stuff, we're very much a team and like all said businesses. Um, And that's not easy either. Oh, no, I can't imagine. There's a lot of days of a lot of like times where we're like, God, I don't think I like you today. Um, (laughs) But you have to like each other and, you know, 
Yeah, it could be hard. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of togetherness. So you really have to be prepared. Like I think sometimes too, we glamorize the idea of like working for ourselves and then, you know, working within like the husband and wife thing. Mm -hmm. And um, there are a lot of absolutely great things about it. But there's a lot of times that it can seriously test your relationship. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like I I think for me, one of the biggest transitions was when we expanded in the salon mm-hmm. and we added in the new side because Melissa and I have been rolling together in the salon <laughs> since the beginning. So when we first opened, we only had one of the sides that we have now. We have two sides right. to the slot. not sides but you get what i'm saying right. we expanded two yeah um so julian really never came in back then he worked from home so there was still a lot of separation for us like even though we worked together um he would work from home and stop in every so often through the day because there really wasn't a space for him to work right. out of here um now there were some things that were nice about that but there were some things i didn't like about that for me and that's it's not right we're not saying it's right but um almost like him working from home and me working here it was like creating like i don't want to say animosity but it was creating what it felt like to be an imbalance well yeah because he i mean not that he was sitting at home doing doing nothing nothing. but you're like oh he gets to sit on the couch with the pets with the tv on doing his work meanwhile i'm seeing 10 clients today right from 10 to 8 and i'm exhausted when i get home and then I'm sure he would want to talk about his day when you got home, when you're burnt out. Right. And you're just like, fuck off. (laughs) Right. And I think this kind of loops back into like anybody who has a relationship in the sense that like one maybe does work remote and then you're going into the salon and you're working all day. Um, I can see where that can create like a little bit of an imbalance Mm -hmm. um and i think that like let's be serious we're all going to try to hold ourselves to like the expectation that we're great humans and that we never would think like oh must be nice but we all do it with our partner but you just answered your that own statement we're all human right you know yeah (laughs) and so you always internally think like even though i'm in control of my schedule here you're thinking of them being able to like make a turkey sandwich and have a genuine lunch break at home right. and like be on your comfy couch maybe. And right. you're like, oh, must be nice. As you're like wolfing down <laughs> something in five minutes. And again, that's a you thing. You chose to take a five yeah. minute lunch. Yep. Um, and I think that was a lot of growth too. And I think it's hard when you're going through like your early times in a relationship of like living together, marriage, whatever version of moving in together to begin with is. Um, You have a lot that you kind of have to self-reflect and think about too. Like, oh, for sure. Like when I first went independent, I mean, I think everyone, I know we've talked about it before. Like when you first go independent, like, yeah, you have quote unquote hours but if somebody wants in outside of those hours because you're still building you're like fuck it I gotta go in you know I gotta make that money right um so I think that's when like I don't want to say tension but Evan would be like really yeah like like, you have have hours like you should have balance and you know and not that he was wrong but I'm like it's almost trying to make them understand like okay, but I'm building and I kind of need to do this so that then down the road I can 
have what I want. Exactly. So that's like where we would butt heads. And then also like if a client needed to reschedule or they needed to book or they needed to change something, like I was like glued to my phone. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, I'd love to watch a movie right now. There's a movie on. Right. But your your nose is in your phone. Right. And, you know, like, and I see that now, like, looking back at it, like, yeah, that's fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. Like, but at the same time, starting the business, it was kind of like, well, I have to do, like, you don't. Right. It's almost like he's never been in the industry. You know, he has his own profession. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, you don't understand. And, you know, that's where, like, some tension with us came. Yeah. Not that we would, like, argue about it or whatever, but, you know, trying to make him understand and him trying to, you know, make me see his side of it, you know, and then it was kind of like, okay, let me set some boundaries, and that's, you know, I have, like, the downtime time set up on my phone, I don't, all my apps shut down at a certain time, I don't answer texts after a certain time, Yeah, you know. And I think those are, those are all things that are super important, because I honestly... It's almost like when you're dating somebody who's not in our industry or who maybe doesn't work for themselves, too, mm-hmm. and you do work for them for yourself, right? So there's not a better than in that situation. No, not at all. I think right now we're in, like, a trend where a lot of people glamorize working for themselves, like, as in it's a negative to work for somebody else. And mm-hmm. I strongly disagree with that because I don't think that anybody can tell you that there's a one that's better than the other. But when you're in the beginning of starting any business, I think that you are pouring yourself totally and 100% into that business. So it borders on selfishness, right? Mm -hmm. So with the tone that's kind of like attached to self-employment now in comparison to working for the man, right? Right. Because let's be honest, it is a trend that we see a lot. It can be very difficult for that other person who is maybe working in corporate America or working a schedule for some, like working for somebody, which again, there is nothing wrong There's with nothing working wrong with that. for somebody. It's, and I say like working for somebody loosely because like you have, you are very much like in control of your own career, even though you have an employer, right? Right. There, I just want it to be clear over and over again that there's nothing wrong, but we're just in a phase right now that I really do think that being your own business owner is glamorized. Right. And there's great pluses to it, but we've shown you that there are two different right, avenues. There's... But I do think that it can really lead to some tension and animosity and things like that if you aren't communicating properly and you're over prioritizing your business in comparison to like you and your marriage and things like that if you don't have balance because that other person can feel like you have a little bit of a god complex I feel like like I do look back at some times and some communication that like Julian and I would have and things like that and when he was working, you know, still for in corporate America Mm -hmm. and a lot of our tension was just like self-conscious feelings from both parties right Mm -hmm. like maybe there was a little animosity towards him from me where I was like oh it must be nice to be done like to walk away at five right or whatever and then for him with me it was almost like the opposite like it was like my whole focus was my career because I was like spearheading it and then he was already starting to work with me on the back end of it and starting to teamwork together but 
it created like a little bit of a layer of something that we had to work through that like nobody was better than right. in our relationship. Like we very much were equal equals were very much a team. Right. And I think that's a really hard thing that like sometimes as the person who owns their own business and we own our businesses together, of course, now. But in the beginning, Julian was still working for the company he worked for before getting laid off during COVID. And I was focusing on building my book, even though we owned the business together because we were married. Like clearly I was the one that was going to the studio every day. Right. You were working, working it. Right. So. I do think that there were times where I'd be so depleted and exhausted coming home at nine o'clock at night, right? On one of my late nights. And then maybe he got out at five and he was tired from his work day too and wanted to do his things to really relax after he finished his work day, which he's more than entitled to do. Mm -hmm. Just because I scheduled myself to get out at nine and I'm exhausted, right. doesn't mean that that other person who got out by five is you know a bum because right they've been sitting decides, on the couch for four hours right because he decides to relax <laughs> right. and that's his version of relaxing like yeah. you you aren't better than because you got home later and that doesn't even just have to do with our industry i think that has to do with industries in general of now of course like if they're not helping out and you guys aren't like level team players in your house as far as the things that need to get done and stuff like that that's, that's a different, different. conversation that's, yeah that's completely different right but when you have a different work schedule or you're putting in additional hours you can't hold the expectation that you have to come home and your spouse has to be just as tired as you are right and I think like when like when we first started the podcast and we took Tuesdays off to record and mm -hmm. edit and stuff like that and I stopped you know working quote unquote like seeing clients in the chair or whatever on Tuesdays you know at first Evan was like oh so you're only gonna work four days a week and yeah. I'm like well yeah but I'm work I'm seeing the same amount of people because I had like gaps throughout my days like mm -hmm. Wednesdays and Thursdays I was like they just filled those in so I'm seeing the same amount of people it's not that I'm working less I just condensed my days right and now I have Tuesday as like a podcast day or an admin day, you know, because I have to take care of my QuickBooks and, mm -hmm. you know, there's things that I need to do and plan for. So, yes, I might not be seeing clients on Tuesdays, but I'm still working. Right. And I think even sometimes now, like, and not in a bad way, but he's like, oh, so you're off on Tuesday. And it's like, yes and no. <laughs> like, right. I don't I see clients, but I have this, 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 and this to do. Like, yes. So, and not that he is, like, resentful in that at all. So, well, it was actually funny. This morning we were joking because he just got, like, his new schedule for his new job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because he's in the hospital, he works – he's going to be working, I think, like, three 12-hour shifts. And I'm like, oh, so who's going to have four days off now? Right. You're <laughs> like, must be nice. <laughs> like, I guess you're going to be cooking dinner four nights a week. <laughs> right. Right. No. And, like, that's a really important thing to touch on is what you just said, like, the cooking of dinner. Yeah. I think that was, like, one of me and Julian's, like, biggest battles when we first got together because um, I was like, yeah, listen, like, if I'm working late and you're out early, like, I don't care if you pick something up or cook, but, like, we got to work together. Like, it's uh, – we're not in a relationship. And, listen, I'm not knocking anybody's dynamic, but for me, I knew going into a relationship, like, if I'm going to get married, I am going to have a team 
like you right. know situation of course there is none of me being like more of the feminine side of things and like yes like for sure I enjoy some home decor and I enjoy <laughs> the girly things don't get me wrong but that doesn't mean like I swoon over cooking dinner for my man every and, like, night and rubbing his, his underwear feet. Yeah, no no you better <laughs> if you didn't fold that laundry and you took it out of the dryer they're wrinkled and they're still in the, <laughs> the hamper if we both haven't like teamed up right. on folding them And so for me, I knew heading into a relationship, like if I did have a relationship, that would be the mindset I had. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think that was like something that was a growing pain for us in the beginning because I wasn't the girl that was going to come home at nine o'clock at night and then be like, oh my God, are you hungry? (laughs) Do you want dinner? No, bitch. You need to figure out dinner tonight and you better have dinner for me. Well, yeah. And that's one of the things that like, not bitch, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you mean. We all know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) But like when Evan was working at, is working at his job that he currently has, like that was our thing. I was like, we can't keep doing this like dinner routine that we're doing. And what? Okay. No, we're good. I think. Okay. It just popped. Okay. Phew. Okay. We thought something happened. <gasps> After all the technical issues last time, <laughs> Melissa was like, no, load, please. But like I was saying, like one of the things that we work on is like, because Wednesday and Thursdays are my late nights where, you know, sometimes I don't get out of here until 8, 830 at night. And those nights I'm like, we are on our own. Like, yes. I'm not cooking when I get home. I'm tired. You're tired. Like. Those so two feed nights. yourself dinner nights. Right. So right. we always make sure that there's stuff in there that we both want. And then the rest of the nights, like if I get off at six, yeah, I, you know, I'll tell him. I'm like, listen, we're not eating anything fancy. It's like Trader Joe's beef and broccoli night. Right. Which is like a one pot thing. But, you know, we will have dinner and, you know, we, we like prioritize now. We've just started like we do like and eating out like once a week whether it's delivery or going out right and, then and that's other than that you just focus we on cook, eating from home right we just cook at home and like we were saying last night because we went out to sushi I was like I'm really enjoying this and Evan's right. like yeah if we're gonna like only do this once a week like we're going out to dinner like right. it's gonna be a thing and I'm like I really like this well and I think that you start to enjoy it like a little bit more too when you're not just like trying to grab something fast and like you don't appreciate that food like you know like going or out like and, the time and having together the time, either. right like and sitting and talking and not being focused on everything else is nice I right mean, I think like for us well we went through like a completely different wild growing phase I mean let's be honest <laughs> we fought like cats and dogs for a while now <laughs> but we fight and we make up too and right. you know that's just our dynamic because I'm quick to call out and vice versa Julian right. is too we are like super strong personalities for sure and so when Julian and I decided like when I was gonna go I've talked about in previous episodes, you know, my journey of going independent and that Julian was very much on the same page and we knew that we were going to be taking this on together. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Julian was not like in love with his job and knew it was like a means to an end, you know, like right. we were working to phase him into working together and starting to, to grow our business. And one of the hardest things was not being on the same page vision wise 
and having that spill over into our relationship Mm -hmm. like because there was times like we would tour certain places and Julian would run the numbers and he'd be like we can totally do it and for me I was not wanting to do it because I was like I'm not forcing myself into something that doesn't feel right just to make it happen faster right I I am like a true believer that everything happens for a reason believe it and you'll feel like the right vibes when it comes along right so You have to keep in mind, like, when Julian and I first met, I was, like, keeping my cash in my Shakeology bag and, like, a lined, like, Ziploc. That was my safe in the house. And, like, he's the man that, like, literally deposits, like, even $1 bill into the ATM. So we were just not on the same page sometimes because I'm a little more free-spirited. Even though, like, I work like crazy, like, I'm a little more... Like, what will be, will be. And he's like, no, we need a plan, Demi. So... There were a lot of screaming matches sometimes because, again, we're, we're two very strong-willed people. And sometimes I would feel like he was maybe wanting to go into something to just get the ball rolling on the project because he wanted to see it start to happen, mm-hmm. where I was like, no, we need to wait. So, like, we would have this, like, disagreement while I'm driving to work at the studio and he's driving to work in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and then, like, it would spill over into our relationship at night because it was, like... Not meaning like when we would get home from work because you're so annoyed because you're like, I see this dream. I want to make it happen, but I don't want to force it and get there, you know, because we're we're settling for something. But then that other person feels like you're not settling and you love that space. And so that was a really hard first step of us like coming together. Um, And then we finally, of course, found the salon and we were building out and then our lives really got flipped upside down and COVID happened while we were building out. (laughs) And then Julian got laid off. Um, And so for me, like I was very scared to transition him out of the career he had because we've talked about in other episodes that you know, he his benefits and everything like mm-hmm. that was the big reason that we stayed for a while um, there. And sometimes he would talk to me about dates of like being done at the job he was working at and like his goal in the long run. And I would be like, yeah, but in the back of my head, not because I didn't believe that we could do it. I'd be like a little nervous. Of be- course. Because it's going to flip everything upside down, you know, and it had been a lot of flipping upside down in those few right. years because like, you know, we left went through the lawsuit we got married we we had a lot of things we were acquiring so I was like whoa I felt like I had whiplash and um so when he got laid off it actually ended up being like the best thing that ever happened because I think it pushed us into doing something before we 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 probably would have never pulled the band-aid off or I would have been scared to more than he was right it forced your it forced your hand right and it pushed us both into survival mode at the same time now Mm -hmm. it also pushed us into literally doing everything together even though he was working from home like we were also starting our hat business at the same time so I would come home from the salon and we would be like in the <laughs> garage until midnight working on hats in our workspace. And I can tell you, like, there were a lot of times where I would be fried and done because, you know, I was at the salon all day and I would sometimes like just be like so frustrated and Julian be like, OK, let's put it down for the night, like step away and we'll come back tomorrow. And then that'd make me even more angry. And right. like it was just like a lot of growing pains. And like we were saying before, the 
separation of him working from home and me working here when we were building so many things at the same time, Mm -hmm. I think added another layer of tension. Well, yeah, because it's not like how you guys are now where you're both in the same space and you can like... Right. Hey, how's this? Or, hey, come look at this really quick. Right. Or yeah. you're, like, on the phone, and it's like, okay, I can't talk right now. Exactly. It and makes it harder. For sure. And I think that the other thing, too, is when we finally conjoined and, like, everybody came into the same place collectively, mm-hmm. it kind of gained respect for each other of seeing, like, okay, this is what she does, like, when she's with clients and right. vice versa. I think the only hard part for me was introducing him into like a dynamic that I had with my clients without him being around was like a little bit of a growing pain for me. It didn't mean I didn't want him around, but this was kind of like an identity that I had created. Right. And Julie, I mean, it's like your spouse is like this mythical being who right. you talk about a lot, but like your clients only see like pictures or they right. hear stories or, you know, you're venting or right. whatever it yeah. is. And then like now this mythical creature is a real human and, and everyone's like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a little tricky. Like right. for me, it was like a little weird. Like sometimes you would have comments because like, let's be honest, we all joke about around about it. Sometimes you tell the same story like four times in a day. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's true. And I think maybe we all don't get under each other's skin with telling the same story four times in a day because we all know the deal. Right. But when Julian first came here, like he would sometimes be like, oh my God, like we've heard it four times. Like he didn't get it yet. Right. But like I always say, like doing nails, most of your clients are on a two to three week rotation. Right. So for two weeks, I'm going to be like when I got Graham, my kitten. Right. For two, three weeks, everyone's like, oh, my God, he's so cute. Exactly. Like, exactly. And there's no getting away with it. Right. And that is like a really big, you know, like nugget of like something to get used to when you're not used to hearing the same conversations over and over again like and then there were certain times too where like he would be done with his day like and genuinely done I mean he would be having to go home to get the pets if I was on my late night but he would maybe just be mentally done and needing to take a step away right but for me I was like still in it till like 8 39 at night so I'm like you're going to bitch out. Like, this is what you wanted. I'm a little rough around the edges. Right. We all like, know you didn't want to hear this story for a fifth or sixth time. Right. And then, like, I'm like a heckler. Like, when I'm uncomfortable, then I'm like, so you wanted this life and now you don't want it. Now it's too much for you. Like, I would never want to be married to me. I am like, I'm like a, yeah, a, a heckler when I feel right. it. It's Not fine. all the time. But, you know, and that's like a little bit of our banter. But then there are times where he's like, tapped out and done and vice versa um and I think one of the biggest tests for us was last year or like 2021 we were probably in one of the worst spots that we had ever Mm -hmm. been in our marriage um and we were working together too and I I say worst spots like as far as like we were just disconnected in communication and there was a lot on our plates and we were doing the cabin at the same time as the hats right and the expansion of the salon and like we never were separating like work and home life so like at mm-hmm. 11 
or 12 at night were laying in a dark room talking about work. And so I feel like we had lost like so much of our connection like outside of work and work was becoming our entire identity because now we have you know these things together and it was difficult for both of us to refigure out how to gain those boundaries back and how to like make sense of having a time to put a stop to things Mm -hmm. and so for me I had to remember that the things that Julian was doing like as far as like wanting to talk about work at 1130 at night or like being out on date night and like after like two drinks each and we're feeling a little good like and he starts talking about work and I'm thinking in my head like this is the last thing I want to talk about right right but he's just in the beginning of like really pouring himself into these business babies like not that I wasn't right there with him right but but he was now you at the beginning of your relationship exactly exactly so like for me I had already learned those boundaries of work-life balance is just as important as wanting to have all these businesses thrive right but he was still in that beginning stage of like oh my god like that energizer bunny phase where it feels like you can't turn off ever because if you turn off then you're not going to be successful yep and so that was like another layer of disconnect because It was like, I felt like we were not prioritizing us being a couple outside of work as much, if that makes sense. And then this motherfucker's rolling over to throw a business idea at me (laughs) at like 1145. And I'm like, homeboy, you need to stop. (laughs) And then for him, he's like, fuck you, bitch. Like a little bit. And he was saying that in his mind because... He's like, we're growing this thing together and I have an idea. Now we can't talk about it because he's not at that stage of realizing you got to have a pause. Right. Right. And I remember like, I think there was one time like you came in inventing to me just about this. And then Julian came in and he's like, can you believe this? I'm like, dude, I'm with her on this. Yeah. You got to rein it in because it ain't healthy. I know. Like, and that's what I think, like, of course, like the heavy stuff, like we, we leave it at the door, but sometimes we will jokingly, if we got like a little petty, like tiff, because that's the reality of owning a business or multiple businesses together and being a couple and working together. You're going to get in little petty fights, right? Of course. Um, and so our way of dealing with it is just we joke about it. Like of course. sometimes he'll come in and be like, "Well, she yelled at me nasty this morning <laughs> as he's pouring his cup of coffee," and we just laugh through it. Right, but I think like that one day, like when I was like, "Yeah, no, you're wrong in this," and he just kind of like deer in headlights, right? Me, and like he, he was, was like, like, "What?" And he's like, "Whoa." It's not just my wife being crazy. <laughs> right, right. And that was like, a, and it, it's different too, because when you have tension, you know, between the two of you, as far as your marriage is concerned, but you work mm-hmm. together, right? And you're working in front of people, you better come in and you better put it on thick like everything's fine. And I'm like a big person when it comes to like feeding off of energies and stuff. So like I pick up on Julian's energy so fast, like if something's (laughs) off or like he's annoyed or anything. And I am like a petulant child at that point. Like I don't know boundaries. It's bad. Um, So now I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? What do you want? Do you want to talk about it? Like I'm a big talker, clearly, as you can tell from this episode. So (laughs) then I'm like, we need what's going. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it do you want to talk about it like and he's like no No. 
So then we're, you know, in the salon and sometimes he'll, it's like funny, but he'll throw out like little zingers that only like me and him understand. And I can't be like, fuck you, bro, because I have a client in my chair. So, I mean, it's definitely like, it's not a walk in the park either when you bring everything together. Um, No, it's not. Yeah. I think people glamorize it like a little bit and it's not. It's not that it's bad. I wouldn't trade it for anything, but we are together a lot. Like, so it's like trying to find that balance of like, we want to be together on our off days, like, right? Because we enjoy being together. Right. But sometimes you need a break from each other too, because you're always with each other now. Right. Like, we drive to work the days that we don't, like the days I'm not behind the chair, we drive to work together too. We're running errands for the salon together. We're doing all the things together. And it works for us because of our relationship and we've put a lot of work in to make that work for us. Right. But that's usually like if I do open up or like talk to somebody about like him and I like disagreeing about something like that's always like the first comment that's made from anybody is like, well, you guys are together all the time. And you're like, I know. I know. (laughs) I'm there. I know we're together. (laughs) Well, and like, if that works for you, that works for you guys. Like, I'm that type of person that very much needs, like... The independence and the separation. Right. Like, I remember when I was teaching, I was working with this couple, like... They yeah. worked at the same school together. They taught the same grade together. And I was I remember just looking at them and I was like, how can they do that? Right. Like if you are pissed off, you guys are driving to work together in the morning. Is that a silent car ride or are yeah. you arguing all the way to work? Cuz I have so many questions. I mean, for me, it's <laughs> silent. But it's silent <laughs> just until like we get to work, which it's only 8 minutes down the street. But let's say we got into it, man. And you know, you know, men are always silent in the wrong moments for silence. Like, they're never talking when they're supposed to be. They're just silent when they're <laughs> supposed to be like, I am so sorry, baby. I love you. And we need to just be on the same page. You know, they don't ever say that. No. They just stay quiet while your blood is like boiling and about mm-hmm. to burst out of your ears. And normally, just about when we park at the salon before we walk in and we, we're like, good morning to everybody. Then I, <laughs> when that happens, I get usually get out of the car with like one little zinger before we walk in. Like, oh, what a shocker. Silence all day again. <laughs> and then we walk in and we're like, good morning. Like everything's fine. <laughs> well, and that's when you peek over to my side of the salon and just give me the look. And I'm like, oh, it's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's true. I think that you definitely have to. You have to you know, find like whatever balance, what balance works, works for you. For you. Yeah. Like, I like I said, like Evan is going back to the hospital now after like a year and a half of having like a set schedule. Yeah. So it's gonna be you know, like he's excited for that again. Like I said, mm-hmm. he just got like his new schedule and he like even he was saying to me this weekend, he's like, I'm kind of excited that I'm working like till three o'clock in the afternoon now he's like so that I can cook dinner one night right you know and in my head I'm like oh that's so sweet I'm like does that mean you're gonna clean up after yourself too right you're like no. that comes with an extra little cost my yeah. dude. but it's you know like baby steps you know whatever yeah but you know like he's kind of getting 
like back into that. And I was like, we're just going to have to like figure out like Your new schedule, our new schedule. Right. So, and I, I was telling him this morning cause I know we haven't officially announced it yet, but you know, with our break coming up from the podcast, I was mm-hmm. like, it'll be nice. Cause you know, having like the su- Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off for me. Yeah. You know, if he's working Monday, then I can make Monday my work from home admin day with whatever I need to do with the holidays. And then you guys can have your day. And then we could have Tuesday or whatever it is. Flexibility. Right. So I'm like, we'll just have to figure out like what that new normal is gonna be for us. Right. But I think again, like we were saying, it helps that he's also has like that weird hospital background because like dating somebody I mean, I'm sure we could do a whole episode of dating in the medical field, too. Right? True. (laughs) If we knew something about the medical field. (laughs) I could see where it's, like, it's probably, like, amplified of, Mm -hmm. like, the same issues we touch on here. But Mm -hmm. then it's, like, especially if you're talking about, like, a doctor or nurse or something, like, they're out here saving lives. We're just saving hair and nails, right? Right. So I think, like, the God complex thing circles back, too, again. And then it's, like... For sure, I would have to imagine even more in the medical field, like, there's that misunderstanding unless you're in their line of work, like, understanding their reality is not realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and so it's that same probably struggle that you would have to figure out to, like, balance and everything and understand that that person's schedule isn't, like, dictating their whole thing. Right. Like Monday through Friday, nine to five or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, he's not, I mean, I don't want to like downplay what he does, but he works in the lab. So he's not, he doesn't have that God complex, thankfully. I mean, if anyone were to ask Evan what he does, he would say that he plays with blood and urine all day. (laughs) There you go. Go Evan. But yeah. But you know, it's whatever. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is it's always different every year. I mean, you start to figure out like your routines for one year and then like you're saying, like there's new jobs and everything like that. Right. And then it's got to shift and change again. It's constantly like a learning process for sure. Exactly. It's always interesting. So yeah. Yeah. Dating in our industry. Right. Good luck. (laughs) <laughs> and we're not crazy. I'm sure I just solidified hairstylists aren't crazy with what I just said this episode. You made a very good argument. argument. Totally. <laughs> I think you sealed it when you said you left the car with a zinger before walking <laughs> in. And I walk in, good morning. <laughs> I mean, now I feel like everybody's going to be like, poor Juju. <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, I love my husband dearly. That's okay. um, Yeah, hopefully Hopefully. he appreciates this episode. They do. My new wedding band is coming in the mail today, so hopefully that'll like, you know. Oh, so exciting. Um, So yeah, that's all I got for the dating in the industry. But of course, if anybody has questions... Yes, and we should touch on officially, I guess, that this is our second to last episode for 2022. Yes, we're going to take a little break because we know that we uh, had talked about a few episodes ago the holiday prep and we're about to be in it. 
but not the prep, the actual holiday craziness. and Down be, in the trenches. Yep. And perfect example of knowing when to say enough is enough or knowing boundaries. We both agreed that trying to navigate this, we were going to be not able to juggle this on top of everything else. So we agreed to be our best selves. We are going to take a break until 2023. Exactly. So there's this episode and then the next one in two weeks. And then we will be on a hiatus and we will be back, baby, 2023. Yeah, back and better. That's right. Or the same. Either (laughs) Either way. (laughs) Maybe a little less frazzled. (laughs) Sure. I think that's fair. (laughs) All right. So as always, you can check us out on Instagram at the Beauty Beast Podcast. And you can also email us over at the Beauty Beast Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And until next time.